Hey guys, just a quick podcast about some things I've learned recently. Um, this has been on my mind recently. Uh, one tip, um, I think I'm going to implement this myself. It's called purposeful play. Um, and uh, there's a reason that I'm thinking about this. Um, there's a study I read uh, on a website called Baka de Suyo, which is by a psychologist. Um, he's a psychology grad student named Eric Barker. And he, all he does is post psychology studies that you could potentially, you know, apply or, and make your life better. And one of the ones he put up a long time ago was, or several years ago, um, I read said that, uh, when you ask people, uh, about their hobbies and you ask them how often they do them, um, they'll often say that they wish they did them more. But when you ask them, okay, well, if you're saying you like to go fishing more, you'd like to, um, paint more, why don't you do that? They'll often say, oh, well, I was tired, um, you know, work. Um, anyway, in this survey, being tired was the number one answer. But the irony of this is that they found, they decided to test this and they found out that, or they wanted to test something. They found out that people that said that they had done one of their favorite hobbies over the weekend, like uh, climbing, camping, reading, painting, that those people went to work more energized than the people that said they hadn't done their favorite hobbies. The idea being, there's all sorts of things that we put off. And I know in my case, you know, it might be watching a great movie that a friend has told me about or reading a great book or watching a documentary. Um, and in your case, it might be something else. Um, it might be starting to exercise or it might be taking a class in something. And what I want to do, or at least experiment with, and I've done a little bit the past couple of evenings, is just try to do those things. And even if you tell yourself, hey, you know, try the baby steps approach that I recommended that you guys try for cardio, tell yourself you're just going to do it for 15 minutes. And uh, that has worked for me before. One of the things I've done recently is I've watched several uh, documentaries um, <clears throat> on YouTube. And the way I did that actually was I just, I just Googled a topic that I wanted to know the history of. And so I watched documentaries and these were anywhere from 15 minutes to 30 minutes. Um, and I was really happy after I did it. And one thing I noticed, actually one of the core reasons that I started doing more of this is I realized it gave me more to talk about with others. Um, when you watch like a documentary, let's say that you're into not just any documentary. Um, let's say that you're really into, uh, surfboarding, go look up a documentary on surfing. Like I'm, I'm saying, don't just tell yourself I'm going to watch something educational, look up something educational about something you already care about. And anyway, I found that out that I, I got so much juice from learning that. And I enjoyed telling others about it the next day. You know, people that I know that, that we have similar interests. I said, Hey, did you know I watched this awesome documentary on music theory? And it was the roots of um, there was one on Japanese music I listened to, and there was one on the roots of the how a lot of Western music uses the same four chords or three chords. Um, yeah, if I think it's four chords. Anyway, so I explained all that to my friend, and it, I just had a ton of fun. So, and maybe for you it's going to be hiking, camping, whatever. 
Um, so anyway, I encourage you to do that. Do that. And then there's one other thing I wanted to share with you, and see if it, see if by the way, see if it improves your your daily life. You know, I was thinking that a lot of people, if you ask them, uh, are they making progress on career goals? They might say no, or they might say it's too hard. But maybe if you tell yourself, like, and they might be coming from a state of depression, but it occurs to me that maybe if you tell a depressed person, okay, could you try to have maybe just a little more fun? Like, don't try to change your whole life, but maybe just have a little more fun. Who knows if that leaks over into other aspects of their life? So they get really psyched about whatever hobby they're going to do. And so maybe they're a little bit happier at work the next day. I don't know. Try it. See if it works for you. Um, And then there's one other thing I learned recently that I want to share with you guys. So another article I read very recently, um, it's about 20% time, the guy calls it. And this comes from, a lot of you may have heard about this, that um, in their early days, I don't think they do it anymore, but every Google employee got one day a week to work on an ambitious project. And I don't think, I think the, the popular... I think it's a myth what people think. I think people thought that they could just do whatever they wanted on that fifth day. I think actually what it is is they could work on an ambitious project that Google had adopted. Um, so like, uh, anyway, like uh, solar power or something. So, so um, but what this guy said is, and if you're like me, um, I've heard people advocate this 20% time in your daily life before. And so the way I heard this said before, which I think is is harder, maybe not as useful, is pick a massive world-changing product, uh, sorry, project that you want to work on. So for me, that was kind of useless advice. This guy said, you know, try to do this in your own life. And I couldn't think of what a world-changing project that I either want to work on or knew how to make a difference in. Like... You know, I'd love if the world was on fusion power. Well, I don't know how to help with that. I'd love, so, and and maybe you don't have that problem, but that was a problem I had. So with this new article on 20% time I read that I really like is the guy says, just try to spend 20% of your week doing something you wouldn't normally do. And um, maybe it doesn't need to be 20%. Maybe it needs to be five, maybe it needs to be five minutes. And the idea is just to broaden your horizons. I'm gonna get to another reason I like this, but, for me, this has been really easy because uh, I'm kind of, I'm a moderate extrovert, but one of the things with me is I don't like to be home very much. So um, something that I've been doing to fill in the gaps is uh, Facebook events. And so I tend to, uh, I say I'm interested in a lot of Facebook events, even if I don't plan to go, um, because it sort of saves it to your calendar when you do that. And when you do that, Facebook's going to suggest to you 20 other events. So that's one of my favorite things to do on Facebook is just read through those event invites that pop up in the feed and you find so much to do that way. And so I don't go to everyone, but I might go to, let's say two a week or something and maybe one a week. And that hour I spend there, okay, it's not 20%, but I kind of consider that my 20% time. And sometimes I do a lot more. I might go to four things I wouldn't normally go to. Like I went to a um, Vietnamese dance demonstration the other day. Um, And I went to, the week before, I went to a presentation on growing your own food. And I actually, highly unlikely I'm ever going to do that, or I have no plans right now. But I actually enjoyed it. So the point is, See if this, again, going back to this play idea, but see if you get some enjoyment out of this. See if this makes your day better. 
Um, you could use Facebook events or you could use something else. Maybe you already know what you want to do. Maybe you already have a, I have a friend, he's a programmer and, um, he does have really ambitious ideas. And so for him, it's no problem, like just wading into one of these ideas and seeing how he can help with open source projects. Um, so anyway, see if that's something that that's up your alley. Oh, and here's why I advocate this. Here's the a last reason I advocate this. I read something recently that um, is a Harvard Business Review article, and I saved it, but it's a study um, by some Harvard professors on, um, I think they're Harvard professors, on education, uh, sorry, innovation. And they found out that innovation, according to this study, and I'm sure there's a million reasons for innovation, but they found out that a big factor, a common factor, is when somebody from an outside discipline is exposed to a problem, and within a team or a company, let's say, and they say, oh, that reminds me, that math problem you're looking at, that reminds me of this thing in physics or this thing you're doing in math that reminds me of this thing in art. And it said that a lot of times solutions are discovered that way. And the way to leverage this for a society or for a company or a team is to have a greater diversity of backgrounds looking at a problem. And I thought, I don't know, this kind of connects to 20% time with me because if you're constantly increasing your background and the, the diversity of training or knowledge that you have, at least with a little bit of your time, maybe it helps you solve more problems. So the last thing I wanted to tell you about is I attended a talk on school choice recently. And um, I'm not here to convince anyone that, you know, charter schools are great or the way things have been implemented in the past around school choice have been great or even convince you that it's produced a lot of results because actually I've seen, I've actually looked at a lot of studies in school choice now and it's hard to find ones that show that the results are a lot better, um, at least that I've seen and I looked at a, a meta study. Um, but my, my point in bringing this up is um, school choice, things like vouchers, charter schools, magnet programs, magnet programs are considered part of school choice. And I think a lot of us would agree that magnet programs are good ideas. Um, those increase the diversity of approaches. And they also increase the likelihood, in my opinion, that you're going to get somebody, oh, and homeschooling is, is sort of a broad, if you, if you, a broad interpretation of school choice. Well, all of these approaches kind of increase the chance that somebody with a, um, disparate background, a background different from the majority of people in their profession are going to look at a given problem within education. And if the results hold true from this study, and if they apply to things other than business, if they apply to other human endeavors like education, it could be that school choice style approaches that offer alternatives to public schooling, and I'm not saying they're all good, I'm sure there's bad ones out there that it increases the chance that we're going to land on an approach that a novel approach that maybe does things that we weren't able to do before in education. So anyway, just something to think about. And I'm more than willing to hear rebuttals and to hear people out on um, their strongly held beliefs about school choice. If you just message me, 
Um, and you know, I dated a public school teacher from for several years, and I know how hard they work, or how hard many of them work. Um, basically, all the ones that I know. And I went to public schools all my life. I did attend the magnet program. I'm very grateful for. Um, but uh, basically, I know that there's many wonderful teachers out there, and um, I will always listen to their opinions. Um, and I respect what you do. And I just I advocate experimentation in all things is kind of where I'm coming from. And I'm a proponent of innovation. And I know that politicians have done things to, to um, potentially, or I'm receptive to the idea that this may have happened, that things like standardized tests have tied teachers' hands um, or, uh, you know, um, having the same standard for all school children. You know, I, I don't know if that's always the wisest choice. So I'm not claiming to have all the answers here. It just occurred to me that there may be a connection between this Harvard study on how diversity of approaches can cause innovation or can contribute to innovation and, and the school system. So thanks for hearing me out, and I'm happy to hear you out if you guys want to let me know about your opinions. Anyway, thank you. Have a good evening. And uh, sorry it's been a few weeks since my last podcast. Um, a lot of stuff has been going on for the beginning of the year. Uh, most of it good. So thanks, guys. It was nice talking to you all again. All right. Goodbye.